0: Ephesians chapter 2, beginning with verse 4, and we'll read down through verse 10. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved, and raised us up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus for by grace you have been saved through faith and not that through faith and that not of yourself it is the gift of god not of works lest anyone should boast for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which god prepared beforehand that we should walk in them let's look to the lord once again in prayer Heavenly Father, I thank you so much, Lord, that you made a way for us, Lord, to uh, be redeemed through Jesus Christ. I thank you that you are still working in us today, that you continue to work in us, Lord, and you would like to finish your work in each of us, Lord. That's your desire, and may it may be our desire, Lord, to have that work finished in us. I thank you, Father. I pray for uh, just wisdom and speech and in uh, giving forth your word, may go forth in truth, Lord. May your word touch hearts tonight, Lord. Uh, Give me strength. Give me uh, what I need, Lord, to present it. In Jesus' name, amen. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Uh, This evening, I want to briefly... I say briefly, tongue in cheek there, uh, but it is brief given the given the uh, immense depth and breadth to the Word of God and what He presents in it. Um, so, briefly touch on three things that have been on my mind um, in the last. Well, I would say probably a, a, a couple months now, um, but um, it's something that's also come out in. Uh, several lessons and so um, again it's not it's, it's nothing new to anyone here but maybe it's being presented in a different way um, so the fr- uh, the three things that I have is really looking at his transformative work uh, that he wants to do in our lives um, what this transformative work is doing in us and how um, you know we should be, showing that evidence uh, to others, and then um, what uh, that transformation and that outward work that's being shown, how it's uh, pleasing to God. So those are the three things that we'll cover this evening, hopefully. Um, and uh, I guess I I needed to click forward here. So um, the first one being that transformative work that God wants to do in our lives 2 Corinthians 3.18 But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. The Lord is working in us. He has a purpose for us, and uh, that purpose is to know more of his Son, to draw closer to his Son, and um, that's something that is a well, as Brother David gave forth uh, in the Eternal Life lessons, we have we have this old creation, and we have this new creation, and that work is being done on that new creation, and uh, this old creation is passing, and one day we will be uh, free from this this flesh, um, and uh, in the meantime, that new creation. It's that creation that should be working, uh, uh, transforming? Uh, it is that it is that spirit of Jesus that is in us, and uh, that spirit life, and uh, we we want to reflect Him in all that we do, all that we say in our lives. Uh, the next verse, James one twenty-two through twenty-five, and this is really that. Uh, transformation uh, that's being done in us should be shown or evident outwardly. James 1 22 through 25. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he believes or he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he is. But he Who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work, is the one. Is this one will be blessed in what he does, and that's something that. um, Well, I guess that's that's kind of that key thing there. Um, But a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does, and um, you know we can we can choose to do many things in this life, and. Some of those things are, you know, again, going on vacation, things like that. The Lord wants us to have, uh, um, well, joy in this life. Uh, Some of these things are natural joys that we receive. uh, But the work that we do, that labor that we do, that should be a labor for the Lord. And what we do in this life should be towards the Lord, um, uh, unto him. And uh, what we're what Well, I think we all have done things and um, know that, well, that wasn't really a work for the Lord, or I did not do that work um, unto the Lord. And that's something that, um, as we continue to um, be perfected in this life, that's something that will, will, should begin to, you know, be less and less uh, of that being seen um, as we conform. To his image as we uh, do the will of God and it will be blessed or uh, we will be blessed uh, in what we do if we do it unto the Lord. And that gets into the last uh, bullet on Romans uh, 12, 1 through 2. The transformation and outward work that's being done or is being shown forth are pleasing to God. And um, I kind of, you know, tie that, uh, that blessing um, that we receive as also being something that uh, demonstrates that God is pleased uh, with what um, he sees uh, being done, being worked out. Romans 12, 1 through 2, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable or well-pleasing and perfect will of God. Again, these verses have been read recently, uh, probably, um, several times, but that transformative work, that renewing of our minds, um, And what comes from that is well-pleasing to the Lord. So we'll jump into each one of these um, uh, items, these three areas, in a little more detail. And um, we'll begin, like I said, there's going to be a lot of verses, so feel free to write those down. Uh, I don't know how many we'll get to uh, overall, but um, we'll begin with the verse that we opened up with the verse, that passage that we opened up with in Ephesians, two, four through ten, and I'm probably just going to pick out some verses here, some uh, some uh, sections from this passage. So to begin with, verse four: But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, made us alive together with Christ that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. Verse 8, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and, not, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And then that last verse that we read was verse 10, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So we are being transformed uh, in this life, this new creation. Uh, We are being transformed uh, through his love, through his grace, and by his mercy. Um, And we are being transformed by his son, through his son, uh, through his spirit. And um, that transformation, uh, as as it lays out here, created in Christ Jesus for good works there's a purpose he has for us each one of us it's that purpose is different uh slightly for each one of us not everybody's meant to uh stand and uh preach um before uh a a crowd and i i don't think i am either but uh, (laughs) at least not not on in a long-term sense um but uh Uh, Not everybody's uh, purpose, that that good work that he has for us to do, is the same. But overall, it is the same, and I think we'll see that to a certain extent here this evening um, as we uh, move down further into the lesson. So, uh, moving on to John 16, 12 through 15, and this is really uh, that transformative work that's being done uh, through the Holy Spirit and without the Holy Spirit, without the infilling of this Holy Spirit, that fullness of the Holy Spirit, that transformative work is not going to be completed. Um, so uh, there's, there's importance there. John sixteen twelve through 15, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. And I think that's that's well, that's phenomenal for one thing, but it's key. Uh, it's key. So uh, he is the Spirit of Truth, and he will guide us into all truth. He, he speaks not on his own authority. Uh, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. That guidance is to help guide us in our future path. Um, He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. He will speak that to our hearts, and all that that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I say that he will take of mine and declare it to you. And again, that's in my mind, phenomenal, because I can't comprehend that myself. Um, all things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. And that's, well, again, um, I can't quite wrap my mind around that completely. Um, to, to think that all things that are the Father's are uh, Christ. And therefore, I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. He will declare everything that we need to know. Um, Everything that he has for us, he'll declare that to us through his Holy Spirit. Um, His Spirit will speak to us if we, again, seek him, seek his guidance, seek the leading and uh, want and desire to know more continuing on in Romans 12: 2 um, this verse has been read many times so you don't need to turn to it but it's uh, and do not be conformed to this world um, that's something again this old this old man this this flesh um, definitely wants to conform to this world uh, and that's that can be a, a stumbling block to to many or uh, most really it can be a stumbling block Uh and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And again, um, if you're doing what God has um, set forth, uh, how, how do you think God feels about that? Is he pleased? Is that well-pleasing to him? Um, if you do his will. Uh, so on this, on this verse, again, I'm not, I'm not going to cover it in any depth, but I will point out that um, we have a lot of things that we can occupy our time with. Uh, and again, I, I, I said this flesh wants to uh, be conformed to many things in this world. Um, and so we need to be careful what we choose to occupy both our time our thoughts too and that that includes the things that we we just sit and ponder on sometimes um, I'll, I'll just speak directly to any daydreamers here in the meeting that that can be dangerous um, so uh, just just keep that in mind that can be uh, difficult sometimes uh, you can daydream about many things and uh, really uh, what you need to have your mindset on is God, and what He would have. Ponder the Word of God, meditate upon the Word of God, um, and uh, don't daydream as much as maybe you are uh, apt to do. Um, and I'll say, I was very much so a daydreamer growing up. My brother probably thinks I had my head in the clouds all the time, but or you know, I don't know, buried under the covers. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, no. No no thoughts from him, I guess. Um, continuing on, through trials, we are being transformed through trials. That includes uh, being a younger brother. Um, James 1, 2 through 4, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, but let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. And I'm going to continue on a little bit more quickly here. Uh, the next verse we have is Ephesians four fifteen through 16, and this really touches on, uh, it's through uh, fellowship with one another, through that uh, relationship that we have with other brothers and sisters in Christ. But speaking the truth in love, may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ, for whom the whole body joined and knit together By whatever joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causing growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Uh, We have a purpose. God has a, a work to do in us. Part of that work is to edify one another. And it's hard to do that if you're not around one another. And this is a uh, a great place to gather with saints of like precious faith. Uh, he's transforming us through His loving kindness. Uh, Micah six eight. He has shown you, O man, what is good, and what does the God, what does the Lord require of you? But to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. And again in Luke six thirty five. Thirty six, Luke six, thirty five through thirty six. But love your enemies, do good, and lend hoping for nothing in return, and your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, for he is kind to the unthankful and evil. Therefore, be merciful, just as your Father also is merciful. And this is something where um, I think. Many people can take this uh, in the wrong direction, but um, there is there is that time where we are to um, you know help others uh, that are in need uh, to help others that uh, we may not care for really uh, the of what they're doing or uh, uh, what they're uh, representing necessarily. But there's also uh, kindness and. My wife has a, uh, uh, a picture or whatever uh, framed in the bathroom next to my office. So I go in, go in there all the time because I work from home, and I get to see it all the time. And it says that, well, now I can't quote it, uh, you, you'll never regret being kind. Um, so uh, that's something that, um, you know, it doesn't matter uh, what that person's done, what that person said uh what that uh person necessarily represents but um there's no reason uh to be hateful the lord was not hateful uh to the world that he died for he loved the world um so much so that he gave his only son jesus christ who died for our sins and um so we need to consider that again Uh, Certain things can be taken way too far or in the wrong direction with this, but uh, keep that in mind. The Lord wants to do a work in you, and part of that is uh, that loving kindness that he showed. Um, I'll go ahead and skip that last one. Uh, We'll move on to our next uh, topic or next portion uh, being uh, this transformative working should be evident outwardly and uh, I, I think again a lot of this is uh, covered in what we just covered but just kind of continues a little bit differently and uh, going back to that passage that we opened with Ephesians 2 8 through 10 uh, for God for by grace you have been saved through faith And faith I'll just say that of course is the foundation. Um, um, we, we entered into this new life through our faith, through believing upon Jesus and uh, what he did for us. Um, so that, that faith is a foundation. And uh, so, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works and uh those those are that outward working uh showing forth what god has been working in us uh that outward uh uh evidence uh, so created in christ jesus for good works which god prepared beforehand that we should walk in them and again walk in them that's a that's an action um and uh that's what. That's why I'll stress. This is, this is should be evident in our lives. This good, the good works that he has uh, created um, for us. So, um, as James says in James two fourteen, uh, it says, "What does it profit my brethren if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him?" Skipping down to verse twenty six. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. And that's been uh, touched upon many times uh, in previous lessons, so I won't go any further there. Um, we demonstrate this faith through our love. So First John chapter 3, and we'll begin in verse 18. First John chapter 3, beginning in verse 18. My little children... Let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And by this we know that we are of the truth, and shall assure our hearts before him. Skipping down to 22, and whatever we ask, we receive from him, because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. And again, this is when whatever we ask according to his will. And as we are transformed by him, we will know more of his will and what his, um, his uh, uh, work that he wants us to do, what his uh, will is for our lives. And uh, that renewing of the mind, that transformation that's occurring, we are becoming more aligned with what his thoughts are and what he would have for us. Um, I won't say that, uh, what would Jesus do? I know uh, there's somebody in the back there that uh, mentioned something about that one time. Uh, what would Jesus do? Well, we, we can't know what Jesus would do, but we can know what Jesus would do by looking at his word to a certain extent. We can know what Jesus would have us to do, and uh, that's, uh, that's what we should be finding out. We should be uh, going to his word to find out, what would Jesus have us to do? And um, that's, that's, that's really key, um, to uh, study his word and to, again, seek the Holy Spirit and the fullness that the Holy Spirit uh, gives us in understanding God's word and God's will. And whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do the things that are pleasing in his sight. And this is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of the Son, Jesus Christ, on name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. So again, this is demonstration. The demonstration of that transformation in us is through the faith that we have, and through the love that we show. Um, again, we're running way out of time here. So uh, I'll just say that Matthew 25, 37 through 40 uh, is really a, about serving others. Um, and uh, just real quickly, uh, I'll, I'll start with verse 39. Verse um, Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. We are doing this by loving, by forgiving, by teaching, by admonishing others around us, uh, each other, those that, Don't know the Lord, those that do but aren't necessarily walking uh, with Him, those that are walking with Him, those who are more mature than us, we are doing this uh, by loving, by forgiving, by teaching, by admonishing, by showing forth Jesus Christ in us. We do all this in Jesus' name and in thanksgiving to the Father. Colossians three twelve through 17, and again, I won't read this, but, um, well, I'll read part of it. Uh, verse 16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And the last uh, item in this section uh, is really enduring with perseverance, and that's Galatians 6, 9 through 10, and let us not grow weary while doing good, and my wife, who was gracious enough to um, call me out uh, about what I said to her um, about being negative, um, and as always, in my opinion, trying to do good. And um, this is something that I think speak, can speak to each of our hearts in what we do. We sometimes get overwhelmed with what we're doing. And um, we're not to grow weary while doing good for the Lord. So for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have Opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. And so that brings us to our last um, last consideration. And again, I have a lot of scriptures up there, but really no time. So um, I'll just briefly touch on this. And um, uh, if you turn to Hebrews uh, chapter thirteen, uh, this will really uh, get us kicked off um, for this and. Um, we can move pretty quickly through it, but um, Hebrews thirteen sixteen. but do not forget to do good and to share for with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. Jumping down to verse 20. Now, many now, now may the God of peace who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, the great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work. To do His will, working in you what is well pleasing in His sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever, Amen. And these are actually two. I guess. Well, I am. I know nothing about grammar. I can barely speak English half the time. Um, so, but these are two different uh, words, slightly different variations of the word, uh, and I can't pronounce the word. Uh, starts with an E, but um, and ends with a T-O-S or a T-U-S or T-I-S. I can't remember, but um, anyway, it's slightly different variations for well-pleased. So uh, God is well-pleased um, and uh, working in you what is well-pleasing in his sight. So again, taking uh, that path that we just took, he's working in us, transforming us, that working, that transformation that he's doing in us should be showing forth, showed uh, evident outwardly, uh, and uh, that outward evidence, that working uh, that we're doing, uh, whether it's uh, doing good, uh, helping others, those type of things, praising the Lord, worshiping him, um, that outward work is well-pleasing. And so, as we look at Philippians, this is kind of directly tied back to that uh, passage in Hebrew, Hebrews. Philippians 4.18, Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from... Epif- I practice this word. Uh, epra- let us see here. Epif- anyway, that word... I said it like 10 times at home or more, and I had it right every time. Um, Epaphroditus. Epaphroditus, I don't know, something like that. I can't say it. Um, The thing sent from you a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. And again, this is something that, it was a love offering. It was uh, 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 fulfilling an actual need for Paul, um, and it was considered a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. And so, um, as we close out this evening, I'll skip down through several of these, but uh, he's in, he's pleased with our obedience and service. So, children, he's pleased with you when you obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing to the Lord. Um. Not to leave anybody out, uh, well, we were all children at one time, but uh, Romans fourteen seventeen through 18, For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. For he who serves Christ in these things is acceptable or well-pleasing to God and approved by men. And then you can read also in 2 Corinthians 5, 8 through 9. Um, therefore we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well-pleasing to him. That should be our aim as well. In prayer and worship, Psalm 69, 30 through 31, I will praise the name of God with a song and will magnify him with thanksgiving. This also shall please the Lord better than an ox or a bull, which has horns and hooves. First Thessalonians five, sixteen through eighteen, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And again, if we're doing what God wants us to do, we're going to be pleasing to him. Uh, we are going to be pleasing to him if we live righteously. Proverbs sixteen seven When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes him; he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. There are benefits to that. Living by faith and trusting in God, Hebrews eleven five through six. By faith, Enoch was taken away, so that he did not see death, and was not found, because he had, because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible. To please Him. And again, that goes back to that faith, that work of faith, and that increasing in faith. Um, it is impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. And you can continue to read in Romans uh, 4 20 through 22, um, and really speaking that something. It's accounted for righteousness in what what we do, uh, and that was uh, in Abram's case, Abraham's case, um, Abraham's case uh, that it was counted for him, uh, for him, to him for righteousness. Uh, and that, if something's counted like that, is it well pleasing to the Lord? It is. Isaiah fifty six one uh, through two, the beginning of verse two. Thus says the Lord: Keep justice and do righteousness. For my salvation is about to come, and my righteousness to be revealed. Blessed is the man who does this, and the son of man who lays hold on it. Psalms 106.3, blessed are those who keep justice, and he who does righteousness at all times. That blessing is from the Lord. Um, you're not going to receive uh, all that the Lord would bless you with if you're not walking with him if you're not uh, doing his will and in closing uh, we'll just jump back to Ephesians and read from chapter 5 8 through 10 and um, I feel like this passage kind of kind of wraps it all into one short uh, little uh, concise uh, uh, passage for you are once you were once darkness but now you are light In the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, finding out what is acceptable, or again, that's our word, well pleasing to the Lord. And um, to close, well, to close with, without reading any verses, um, Stephen. um, Short, short uh, uh, scriptures about his life uh, uh, an event in his life um, powerful uh, moving and um, Stephen's life in the end kind of mirrored the Lord's and um, in what what he said he said Lord Jesus receive my spirit and then he also said Father uh, into your hands I commit my spirit well this is what Sorry, I skipped too far. Uh, Stephen said, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And then he also said, Lord, do not charge them with this sin. And then Jesus in uh, Luke says this, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. As we allow the Lord Jesus to transform us, as we allow his spirit to work in us, we will be transformed closer and closer into the image of Jesus. And I thank God for this this miracle that um, he works in us, uh, not just that miracle of salvation, but that miracle of that working in our lives as we allow him to do so and what he has for us when we are called home. If we... Love him if we walk according to his will and his purpose in our lives.